That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? You and I, with what we do, what's at stake, we can't fail. Others don't understand. But even if it's impossible, we still have to succeed. Batman, from Batgirl 3, 2000. You're gonna have to edit that part out. <laughs> All right, Cam. So, uh, welcome to Bad Force Radio. Tonight's episode is dedicated to the Trunkler, who was supposed to be on tonight on a Thursday night, which he's been uh, pushing for for a long time. Us recording on a Thursday night, but then, um, like last minute, he starts the vomiting, diarrhea, shits, fucking all at once, just some exorcism shit the way he put it in the text message so to the trunkler <laughs> aka the shitler this episode's for you buddy may uh, you puke out your ass for the rest of your days <laughs> <laughs> robo rich the one line <laughs> here we go here we go oh shit let's re- let's recap man big news um first um a very own British Obi-Wan Canary will be flying in over to um, California to Bad Force Tom for the premiere of Dawn of Justice. Um, when's he landing, Tom? He comes in <clears throat> March 23rd, and that fucking guy is going to be at my house for 10 days <laughs> through oh April 1st. Good people of and uh, April Fuck. Fool's Day is when he's flying home. Isn't that appropriate? <laughs> Yes, and he's gonna be like April Fools, mate. I'm staying for another ten days. <laughs> April Fools, yeah. April Fools, I'm moving in. I was just, I was talking before we started recording. I was talking before we started recording that today I had the conversation with my boss where I, I explained to her that I'm gonna be having a house guest from England for ten days, and she looked absolutely fucking dumbfounded. And she's like, I don't even have family that I allow to stay with me for 10 days. Like, who is this person? And I, you know, it's so hard to explain. It's like, I met him on the internet. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a good idea. But on Craigslist. <laughs> it's a Tinder date that I figured, you know, the wife would be cool with. But it's I pray funny. he shits with the door open. I really do. <laughs> I'm going to get to know him really well if you think about it. He's going to be living in the house for 10 days. And, uh, I'm just hoping be... shits with the toilet open. <laughs> I'm wondering if he even shits. Dude, I want him to shower with you. He's going to try. He'll try a lot of things, I think, at first. <laughs> no matter how much or how little we do, he'll still get his fucking mind blown. Just because um, Gramps gave me the amazing idea that um, I should take him to go see Donna Justice at, chi- at the Chinese Theater in Hollywood, mm. right in front of the Walk of Fame, and where all the celebrities have their hands in the footprints in, the, in front of the theater. So, I mean, he's never been to America, so just the fact that he's going to be able to do that, he'll shit his fucking brains out. You should take him out. to Danny DeVito's star over there. Danny <laughs> oh, he would fucking love it. Does Danny DeVito have a star? He might. I know that uh, Michael Keaton does. 
George Clooney does. There's a couple of Batman, Batmen that have stars Adam as well West. as... I don't know if Michael Keaton has a star. I know he's got his hands and his feet he should have in a the bat symbol on the fucking I'm star. I'm pretty right? fucking sure it does, dude. We'll, we'll when we go, I'll uh, I'll do some recon with that. But I'm sure he's gonna be fucking laying on the ground, smiling at that, you know, ear to ear, kissing it when he takes pictures with it. But but fortunately, I live in Southern California, so there's a lot of cool stuff to be done for any fan of anything because you know there's the fucking movie. Oh my god, I should take him to the studio tour. With all the with the Batman exhibit, if it's still running, I think oh, it is. No, I'm seriously gonna. <laughs> you should, man. Oh, Grandpa oh Batman. Yeah, he he's never been to a Comic Con, so that's gonna be like a, a eye opener for him. Yeah. Are you going to a con? Uh, the weekend, the first weekend that he's here is the same weekend that is it that weekend or is it the following one? Uh, it's that weekend. That weekend that he's here is WonderCon in at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Oh, get him the first to dress year. up as the Penguin. That'd be great. <laughs> it's the first year that they're going to do it at the Convention Center. They usually, I think it originated in San Francisco, then they went to Anaheim, and it's going to be in L.A. now. So I think WonderCon is going to be pretty much the the L.A. con from here on out if they keep it there. Man, his mind so, is going to be blown. With yeah. All this. Oh. So check it out. He lands on the 23rd. Dawn of Justice <clears throat> premieres on the 25th. But Thursday the 24th, you can start watching it at 7 p.m., which we'll fucking do. Um, there's a shop right by my house that they've been doing this the last few years with every major flick. Like, um, they do, like, a $30 ticket. You get a goodie bag with, like, stickers, comics, a bunch of shit, sometimes a, t- a T-shirt, and you watch it with other people. It's a They reserve the theater just for people who have purchased it through the shop. Um, so you get an IMAX screening of the movie with other people from the shop. And uh, you get a little goodie bag. He's going to flip over that shit. So we're going to probably watch it like three or four times over the time that he's with us. So see that. Then I'll take him to Grauman Chinese Theater at some point to see that. Um, we're probably going to go to at least one day of WonderCon. Maybe say hi to Jason Fabok. He's probably going to – I'll take him to Frank and Sons either on a Wednesday or a oh, Saturday. Yeah. Probably Wednesday because we'll be at the con the weekend. Um, my wife's like, we should take him to Disneyland. I'm like, his fucking kids aren't even here. You know how like sad that'll be. <laughs> like, <laughs> if his kids were here, we could take him to Disneyland. If we take him to Disneyland without his kids, like he's gonna rub it into his kids' fucking faces. <laughs> could you could you imagine Star Wars Land? My goodness, already, I can't wait. Uh, I already feel sorry for his two little sons because they're gonna grow up without a father the rest of their life because he's not going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to mention, I haven't even mentioned that my buddy lives right outside of uh, the Strip. Uh, in Las Vegas, and uh, Shag is like, I want to go to a gun range, and just so happens my buddy goes to the gun range all the time, has a, has a couple of guns of his own, so I'm going to hit him up, we're probably going to go visit him, we'll probably stay a night on the strip, only one fucking night, because I don't want to imagine what's going to happen that night alone, and how expensive it's going to be, you know, number one, to bail his ass out of jail, number two, to fucking probably pay for any damage he causes. This sounds remarkably like you're a divorced father who is having his son come visit him for a week. <laughs> and you have to impress him with all the cool shit you can take him to. Yeah. It's almost like Tom's getting a hall pass to do crazy shit since he's kind of married and on lockdown most of the time. So so Shags is like his hall pass to get out in there and get a second yeah. chance. I'm lucky that my wife's pretty cool in general, but but yeah, you're right. She's like she's like, you know what? Take him to fucking Vegas, do this, do that. She's cool with like the fact that she'll be working most of the time. I don't think she's gonna take any time off herself, but she'll schedule double shifts so she never has to come home. <laughs> I think also there's so many shops around I mean, think of it, where he lives, there's like no shops. He has to drive in town. Well, he doesn't you know, he has to fucking 
train it into town like an hour or two. Yeah. There's three shops within like five miles of me right now that we'll probably go check out. Not to mention Frank and Sons, which he's going to nut himself over because it's just, a, you know, a sea of toys everywhere. So, yeah, it should be a good time. Tell us about um your uh, Texas excursion with Grandpa Batman. Oh, Tom man. Went Tom down Con. To, went down to Texas, man. It was, oh. it was nice, man. So we flew into Texas this past weekend. Flew out on Thursday, actually. I had a buddy's wedding um, who was getting married on Friday, and then he had a reception on Saturday. So uh, knocked that bullshit out of the way. And then uh, <laughs> on Sunday, woke up and uh, drove into Austin. We Oh, fuck. We got a rental car, and the rental car, I swear to God, like five miles outside of Austin, it starts just fucking up on us. And uh, it it got it started having trouble changing gears, and it wouldn't stay in gear. It would like go all the way to third and drop back down to second or first. So we were so scared that like we wouldn't even make it into Austin. But luckily enough, we just looked up where the nearest like Enterprise rent a car was because we were we rented it from Houston, drove into Austin, and we were able to get it to the rent a car in Austin and switched it out. So I was a little bit later than I expected, which was a bummer because probably like an hour hour and a half that I could have spent more time in Austin with Gramps. But Gramps is a fucking trooper man he drove all the way down from dallas he met the wife and i at the hotel we were staying at and uh first he he was gen he generously what did, what were those things called that you brought the i brought some uh desserts called kolaches there's uh, a small town on the way from dallas to austin there's a small town called west and they're uh famous for their kolaches because there's like a, a czechoslovakian uh, community there and they make these things and they're all i don't know i don't know how to explain them but they're like they're like not, like danishes on crack yeah the danishes and they have like fruit filling so i picked out some uh, cherry and some pineapple but they make all kinds and then they also have kolaches that have like breakfast sausage and cheese in there dude those so, are so good anytime that we go that way we we stop and get kolaches and it's funny because this this little place it's called the check stop and you walk inside, and all along the top, they have these black and white photographs, like like celebrity headshots of Texas musicians and actors and Miss Texas and all these beauty pageants and all this stuff. And just some of the pictures are, are pretty old, and they're hilarious to look at. And I've always wanted my own picture up there. Someday I'm going to have my picture on the check stop. <laughs> yeah, but well, the breakfast kolaches, I mean, I had the... The sweet ones that day, but then the next day is when I had the breakfast ones, and those are fucking bam, dude. It's like <laughs> a again, it's like they're really buttery. Uh, he also brought me the variants. What sweet spots? Oh yeah, he brought. Uh, me I took him some oh, sweet spots. Shit. Which and and, oh, and what else, Tom? Oh yeah, some Batman Returns cards, man. That was the shit. I don't even want to take him out of that nice little uh, protective thing that you got, the little plastic <laughs> that you got. They're like in a little plastic case, like where a you baseball. put like baseball cards. Yeah. I got those. Um, so, so real quick on those on on the sweet spots from Gramps, were there any uh, any smudges? Oh man, you know what? Absolutely no smudges, no man. Smudges. I tell you something. What Gramps does? He takes care of them variants, man. He puts on them them velvet gloves one at a time. <laughs> puts on the right first, and then he puts on that left glove first. And when he handles them, man, he handles them with care. He opens it up and he kind of strokes it a little bit. But you know, he got the gloves on, so he got no smudges on that you sweet spot. You can't squeeze them. You gotta you gotta just gently lift them. They were the, 
the the colored and the black and white uh, Kirkham. Oh yeah, man, that's probably top three of the variants that have come out so far. Oh. I think yeah, it might even be like maybe my one or two, but oh. yeah, those that's the one I saw and I was like, I have to fucking get that one. So get Grams came through big time, um, and then we. Uh, we went to a couple shops. Went to one shop that was pretty cool. Had a lot of uh, I forget what it was called. Do you remember what it was called, Gramps? That first one, Google Map Comic Shop in Austin. And luckily, there was one close to the hotel, and it was called Capstone Comics and mm. um, a Reader's Comic Shop. You know, you walked in, and I mean, they had all the old back issues. I mean, almost the entire store was filled with these tables that had all the back issues and stuff like that. But what really caught my attention was that. If you, as you walked in and you turned to the right, was the case that had all the statues, and uh, they had a lot of black and whites, and they had the first series Neil Adams black and white. Oh, for only, fuck! I forgot about that for only eighty dollars, and I was Ooh, like, oh. "I told oh Gramps, I was like, that's a good one, boy. That's eighty dollars. That one goes for like one fifty. Oh, it goes for a lot, boy. Ain't no smudges on that one either, man. I no, saw the picture, no, no. boy. Man, what's that name of that shop again? I'm gonna call him right first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do that too. <laughs> Cap Capstone. Capstone. Someone please do that because I told Gramps, I was like, man, it'd be a damn shame if either one of us does not walk out with that Neil Adams. I mean, man, I, I completely it. forgot. I walked out and forgot about it. I wanted it, but right now I just. Yeah, how are you gonna explain off. that to the wife? Yeah, it's her birthday coming up, so it's like hey, Ned Stark and Game birthday. of Thrones. I got you Neil Adams. Yeah. You actually could have said Tom gave you it. You could have true. true. Could have pulled the Trunkler. One, yeah. one, one, one raffle. The Shitler. Yeah, or you could have pulled a, a Ned Stark from Game of Thrones. You go away to war. You come back with some horse baby that you that you put in her. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> then the then we hit the mother load. We, oh, uh, God damn. What was that place called? Austin. Uh, yeah. It, I plugged in the phone for another shop, and it it recommended uh, another one kind of close by the restaurant we were going to eat. And I didn't know what it was because I'd never been to these shops. So we pulled around. First, we missed it I, because I was driving and trying to follow the Siri navigation, and I'm not familiar with Austin enough to to know where to turn and so we pass it so I have to do the U-turn do the block come back and Tom starts going oh how many shops are there I mean this is there's like look at the size of that and I'm like what what did I do something wrong (laughs) so then we pull up and no this shop there was like three shops on one corner and they took up the entire corner it was like a a nerd complex Right there on the corner, and the and the main store was called like Austin Books and Comics ABC, and then they had another store that was connected that was uh, some kind of game and toy store, and then at the very end they had a discount comics and toys store. So we parked and we went into the discount store first, and I mean this place was amazing. I mean it had like all these awesome figures brand new at dirt cheap prices. And I mean, I'm talking like from brand new to some were vintage, but they also had a whole back wall of trades on 50% off trade paperback, trade paperbacks, whatever the cover price was, it was half off. So yeah, trades. I think I seen a video of the, the trade yeah, that was in front of half, half price trades. Ooh. Yeah. That's where it was. Oh, I could have spent $200 just in there, but <laughs> trades boy. Trades. <laughs> It was awesome. We had the high-end shops next door that we had to check out. 
Yeah. And then we went to the next shop and man, it had vintage Star Wars and vintage Batman Legos, all sorts of great things that I, shops here in Dallas don't really carry all that regular. Then we went to the Motherlode and that was the big, the big shop. I grabbed the JLA Liberty Files Batman figure oh. that I've been looking for for the longest, man. Mm-hmm. And they, they had have these, they have these, all these hard to find figures at the very top. Yeah, the the Liberty Files Batman, like I was saying, um, that one you can't you can't really find it for under sixty to eighty bucks online. Damn. And they had it for forty, so I fucking shwoop, grabbed it. Did you open it? Hell, fucking yeah, I opened it. Mm. I actually have an. <laughs> Got an unboxing video on my on my page, but um, I haven't taken shots of it. I'm gonna definitely take shots of it. But but yeah, man, they had that. They had they had a bunch of fucking figures that I wish I just you know I wish I had the money. I would have grabbed a couple more. But I was like, all right, I gotta narrow it down. That's what I've been after. I'll grab that one. But dude, that if anybody is in the Austin area or in the surrounding Texas area, Austin Books and Comics, that fucking place is amazing, and it goes back so far, like. It's like three. It has it has like three different sections. It, the entire back area is all back issue stuff, and uh, it's like a fucking library of back issues. Uh, the midsection they got like figures off to the left. They had like a little cove, a little cave of like a cage of figures just all lined up, um, which was awesome. But it was a shit man. That place was that place was awesome. Uh, I think they have a web store too, so people could check that out. Um, they got an Instagram also. Um, and everyone just, that worked there was so nice. I mean, they were yeah, very really helpful, cool. very cool, very chill. I mean, very very cool, any, very knowledgeable. That that made a difference because I asked, you know, hey, where can I find this? And the guy pointed me right to the section where I was looking at, and I was like, wow, because I mean, there's so much. There's literally so much stuff there that you know you had to like, you know, how some shops, uh, you, it's pretty easy to figure out how they organize and categorize their stuff. Because it's not that big. This place is massive. Pretty overwhelming if that's your first time in a shop that big. And so I asked the guy, you know, hey, where's this issue? There's this issue and stuff like that. He pointed me right to where I needed to go. So highly recommend Austin Books and Comics. Yeah, man. Chicken bowl. After that, we uh, <laughs> after that we drove uh, over to uh, Stubbs Barbecue. Stubbs. Also, pretty much a legendary rock club where a bunch of bands play during South by Southwest. There's all the time in general. Had some, and I tell you, man, there's nothing quite like seeing Grandpa Batman drizzle barbecue sauce <laughs> over his brisket and ribs, man. <laughs> Damn. That, that guy That's knows how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> what else did you, did you have? What else did you have? What do we have for dessert? Do you have mac brownie? and cheese? It looked like you had, we had one of those dishes. Like I had mac and cheese. cheese. I don't know. Forget what you get for your side, Gramps. I had so mac and cheese boy. and Ooh. mashed potatoes with gravy. Ooh, there you go. Shit, loaded, boy. Loaded. Then we did have dessert. We had, what was it, a brownie, a brownie with ice Sunday. cream? Ooh. Brownie, yeah, brownie Sunday. That shit was fucking delish, man. So so you guys pulled a, a trunkler later on in the toilet? With that oh, yeah. Dude, you know what was so great, though? As I was saying, um, my, I had a friend. I We, we road tripped it from Houston to Austin with um, my one of my best friends from high school and his, and his fiance. And they had to do their own thing. They had to go visit friends who had just had a baby. So that kind of left me and the wife, you know, to kind of hang out with Gramps on our own. And uh, uh, they're Middle Eastern, so they eat late as shit. You know, like Asians and Middle Easterns, they eat they eat really late. You know, and so 
I was like, hey, you know, we're going to go get we're going to go dinner. And he's like, really? I was I, I didn't plan on getting dinner for another couple hours. I'm like, it's fucking 7 p.m., dude. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, well, how about this? How about like I have dinner with Gramps? I'll have appetizers. He'll have dinner and then we'll meet up later for dinner. And he's like, all right, cool. So fuck that. I legit had a meal with Gramps. Uh, <laughs> I had brisket and ribs and I had some and the, and the wife had brisket. And uh, so I ate, ate a full meal with Gramps at Stubbs. And then after that, at about a couple hours later, met up with uh, my my uh, my buddy and his fiance, and we went to this place called Gramps. You ever heard of Lambert's in Austin? Yeah, uh, we went to Lambert's, which is you know it was it, the food was really really good. Like the food is amazing, but the atmosphere did not feel like a barbecue place. The atmosphere made it seem like as if you're in like another restaurant, like a sit down, like really dim lighting. You know, it's it's an Austin schwanky kind of sit down, and um, the price was okay. Um, but just, you know, the food was absolutely amazing. Just the atmosphere. It's not a barbecue place. It's like a sit down restaurant. So we ate that, which in the fuck again, the fucking brisket was amazing. The ribs were amazing. Mac and cheese was good. But the next day we went to like, I think it's called Black's Barbecue. Yeah, it's Black's Barbecue on the way to the airport. This place is just like a fucking barn. It's just like a a wooden, a wooden long rectangular building. You walk in and you order like a half pound of this, half pound of that, half pound of that. That shit was fucking amazing. Tom shit's gonna smell like brisket for a week. Oh my <laughs> god, dude! Just like back to back, just like every bite I had was even better than the last. That mac and cheese was amazing. The brisket was amazing. The lady's like, "What? What you want for your sides?" And I'm like, "Let me get some of that mac and cheese. Let me get that mac and cheese. Let me get some of that mac and mac and cheese and some mac and cheese." And then uh, when she goes, "Would you would you like the lean or would you like the fatty?" And I go, "Give me a half pound of that good stuff." <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, you want that good, good." And I was like, oh, it's delicious. <laughs> a lot of smudges on that toilet. Oh, man, later, I didn't yeah, I tell you what. That's the one time when I do a body, you can have some smudges on that. Whatever you want, man. <laughs> Had some smudges on my dockers, man. I was just rubbing my fingers on it, man. But my wife said something. I told her to quiet down and slapped across the face. There was smudges all over her face. <laughs> I don't condone violence against women. Sorry. That was not out of hand. But anyhow, yeah, that was that was the TomCon trip. Real quick, too. I met up in Houston with... Uh, my buddy Pixar, and um, he actually was really cool, man. He he uh, he invited the wife and I to his restaurant down there. Uh, God damn it, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a really nice Italian restaurant in Houston. Uh, had some delicious Italian food, and then uh, hung out with him. So that was cool too. If anybody's in Houston, hit him up. It was a great weekend, man. All in all, got got a cool figure. Got to meet Gramps, which was awesome. Never thought that would. Well, I would, yeah, I knew it was going to happen eventually at some point, but it was nice to finally actually see Grandpa Batman put some of that sweet barbecue sauce on his brisket, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dream come true. Dream come true. It's all time I like watching Gramps eat barbecue is like watching Jordan shoot around or Michael Jackson yeah, dance or it's something. Watching, <laughs> it's, watching, it's like watching Jordan shoot free throws. You, <laughs> you got to sit back and enjoy it, man, because how often you get to see that, man, in the flesh. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, good evening. Alfred Thaddeus Crane Pennyworth here, imploring you to listen to Bat Force Radio. It's what I always do when Master Bruce is out late on patrol. Cup of tea, warm fire, and Bat Force Radio. Cheers! Your Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover, issue 2 of 6, dropped yesterday. I just read it a couple of hours ago, and uh, fucking fun as hell as usual. Initial thoughts? I liked it, it better than the, I liked it a lot more than the first issue. Mm. <clears throat> it's a fun read. Yeah, yeah, not to say the first issue is bad, just this one is even better. 
Mm. Uh, you, you finally team. got to see some things happen in this one. Yes, mm. exactly. Great way of putting it. I love how they think Batman's so awesome. <laughs> he has like yeah. a board put together. He's like, yeah, what are those? Yeah. The cape, this, that, the gadgets. Yeah. Dude, I love them. The first page you open, it's uh, Michelangelo breaks into a pizza shop, and he's like, "Everybody, run!" There's a crazy guy in a bat suit trying to kill us. <laughs> he's just trying to get pizza. Pizza. <laughs> so good. No, I was saying that reminds me of. When uh, I was flying to, when I was flying into Houston, um, I was uh, in kick and I was like letting letting you guys know I was like, hey, I'm flying to Houston, gonna see Grandpa Batman in a couple of days. And then uh, Robin goes, hey, I think my friend's on your flight. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Yell his name out, see if he sees you. His name is Bomb. Good shit. Almost got arrested. No big deal. Do not say that. Do not tell that joke to Shane because he will do it. Oh, and then he won't get to come over. Yeah, Tom. No flowers. Bomb on no, I was saying Tom. Tom. I'm British. I didn't know any better. This guy fucking, he draws the Ninja Turtles a hell of a lot better than he draws Batman. I was going to say that. I, I don't know if I'm looking at Batman because he has a nice ass now or I don't know. It's weird, dude. <laughs> This yeah, this opening scene in the book, man, I love it. There, the Ninja Turtles are going at Batman, and Batman is just whooping their ass, boy. <laughs> like pretty much toying with them, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They, they address it later. How uh, Leonardo points out when they're talking about the this interaction they had with him, sums up that he wasn't going for any kill shots. He was just uh, studying them and seeing what they could do. Wow. He fights like a detective. Mm, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's freaking. Uh, he actually zapped um, Raphael with tasers. Um, shout out from the Batmobile. That was pretty badass. Takes his sigh. Takes uh, one of Michelangelo's nunchucks and just fucking flipping Donatello in the air. It's uh, I thought it was gonna be more of a fight, but man, Batman is just fucking calculated and just toying with them. I thought Splinter was actually gonna go at Batman, but instead it looks like he pops smoke and then they disappear. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, Master Splinter is in a couple panels in the ba- in the panels in the background. If you really had to look for him in a couple of the panels, to see he's there, just watching the whole fight go down. Yeah, probably studying Batman as well. And what's really cool, like in the next scene after the fight, they have the Ninja Turtles in an arcade, and those arcade games, they really it feels like they're really paying homage to the late '80s, early '90s, uh, when the Ninja Turtles were quite quite vibrant. And uh, it felt like they were back in their old environment from back then. And, uh, yeah, as Rich said, the chalkboard scene was really funny when they're trying to, like, <laughs> r- write down the the pros and cons of Batman. And the pros are uh, awesome, red suit, <laughs> little bat throwy things, capes, electro car. <laughs> the cons <laughs> were, like, kicked our butts, mean voice, stole Ralph's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Tynan definitely gives the turtles a really... Uh, authentic voice in the story i like it cool, cool detective work too bruce wayne pretty much analyzes and scans Raphael's sigh or something like that just yeah to trying deter- to find out the what it's made of right so he kind of determines that they're in a parallel dimension just yeah that much. was i i wasn't expecting any of that kind of thing to come up in this i thought it would just be you know kind of simple that you know they were going to have them all end up in in gotham you know for whatever reason and yeah that was where the story came from, but they've gone this whole alternate uh, universe they came from thing. Right. 
and there are uh, side effects, aren't there? What's happening to uh, the turtles? Because uh, uh, Batman has Raph's psi, and they're studying the metals that it's uh, composed of, and he also has uh, a blood sample mm-hmm. that he, uh, that he got from them during the fight. So uh, Lucius has studied that, and he detects this mutagen in it that doesn't exist in their universe, mm. and that it is in the process of it, it can't it can't survive in that universe because it doesn't exist there. Mm. So basically, the the overall theme of this issue is the longer they're trapped in this universe, the more the turtles are in danger of reverting back to how they were before they right. mutated. So already Tynan already has a, a good amount of layers on this story. It's not just a, you know, meet, brawl, shake hands kind of story. There's actually a, a lot of working parts in it. We had a, we had a great cameo. I don't know if uh, Shag's read this yet. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, man. <laughs> hey, wait, before you get to that, how fucking badass does Shredder look with the foot like trailing right behind him? Yeah. Basically, yeah, so he cool, looks man. awesome. <clears throat> Yeah, Rich, you're right. That, this artist, you could tell, is a, probably a big Ninja Turtles fan. But that uh, that panel with Shredder on the out on the docks there with Penguin, and he's got his foot up on uh, on a barrel or something like that, and his cape is flying back behind him. That's a total uh, Batman. Well, Lee, that is totally <laughs> a Batman pose. Yeah, the hush Batman stance. A classic Penguin too. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, cool. I love it how he's you know pretty much. Uh, Quacking or whatever the you know squeeing at the end. I know this. I know the city backwards and forwards. You know, trying to plead with him. Such a good issue, man. It's just like, um, I think yeah. It was just there's a lot of a lot of action, a lot more action, and then sadly most Batman books with all the fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, really good action. Uh, yeah. But it's a perfect amount. You got you got the, got the action at the beginning. Uh, you got a little bit more science scientific. Uh, you know, detective um, work. Detective. Yeah. Then you got some got some. Uh, storyline and then it's really nice man i liked it a lot and so splinter was on batman's tracks and has pretty much led the turtles underground in into um the uh bat cave they actually discovered the bat cave michelangelo looks up at the dinosaur he's like okay guys if i'm dreaming nobody's allowed to pinch me until i get to play with that dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) he's really getting all the good lines in the story but uh yeah very cool how they just discover it's it. It's great because they're just really kids to him. Yeah, they're fans, really. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, and actually going back, what was really cool was um, when Donatello was doing some quick internet research on Batman. And uh, he was saying things like, oh, it looks like the cops don't like Batman that much either, but he does go after the bad guys. And it's cool seeing how Tiny can actually make batman and the ninja turtles work because it's it does sound like it could be a little tricky you know with these two universes and characters but uh i feel like this is really the way it would go down if they if they came together so um you know shred is pretty badass so far this is what uh two of six so you know who knows who else we're gonna see in this story as it um, unfolds but so far it's been a fucking blast man i've been having a lot of fun with it yeah tinian is just doing a great job of balancing the ninja turtles with the batman stuff like i don't think it's uh any one character's book you can it's really kind of interwoven and 
Mm. You're getting a little bit of taste of both worlds, so I think it's really, right. really it's like cool. You, it's like you get some mashed potatoes and you get some mac and cheese. You know what I mean? <laughs> back and, forth. <laughs> and you just pour gravy all over all of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- this guy definitely draws um, the turtles a lot better. But he he really does draw the Ninja Turtles really good. I think I'd prefer it that way if I if it was like, hey, would you want someone who could draw Batman better or the turtles? But I would say turtles because well, there's four of them plus Shredder and all of them, so there's more characters from their universe in the book so i think it uh i guess the, i guess you could say the art's growing on me a little more as well but uh, did they say if it's going to be the same artist throughout how many issues all six issues uh yeah. i haven't heard is it rich yeah it's that uh freddie williams fuck i don't even know cool what, what else did he do did he do city of light with batman it looks like his art i think scott knows but Scott's not here. Oh, right yeah, yeah, but I'm taking a shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm peeing out of my ass. The trunk, the, the he did uh, um, JSA X-Men? All-Stars. JSA. He's been. He's mainly done JSA stuff. He's from Kansas City. Oh, man, I got some good barbecue up and over Kansas City, man. Oh, shit. Oof. Kansas City Barbecue. Well, I was flipping through um, Batman Ninja Turtles 2. Um, there came that Dark Knight 3 Master Race page with a list of uh, reviews or quick mentions. And uh, um, so, so far what critics are saying about Dark Knight 3, the Master Race, IGN says a masterful return. Uh, Washington Post says lives up to the hype. Uh, comic Book Resources says defies expectations. And the New York Daily News says... For fans of Miller's Dark Knight series, this is vital reading. And the Daily mm-hmm. News don't pull no strings, so um, yeah, you motherfuckers heard it. <laughs> Grab that shit, ready, boy. Grab all eight thousand nine hundred and fifty-three <laughs> variants, boy. <laughs> is anybody else going? Has anyone else gone crazy for issue two yet? With all the variants, I've got quite a few. Of the, of issue two, yeah. Wait, how well, many were there? Uh, there were four. There were four like regular retailer variants that every right. shop got. I fucking love Justice League right now. It's so good. Oh, Dark Side. We're, we're, we're they need to make right an animated now. film for that. That would be amazing. Oh, dude, he's in charge of running all that shit. So <sighs> no smudge on that motherfucker, boy. Let me take. Hey, blokes! This is Batman Villains, aka the Trunkler. Keep that shit locked. I'm Bad Force Radio. All right, so let's uh, talk about this a little bit, um, Robin. If you want to throw those in kick, so we can kind of, mm. so we can kind of talk about them. I, I kind of want to hear your guys' impressions too. So, uh, long story short, without naming names, the Bad Force came into some photos that have not been. Jason Todd. <laughs> Jason Todd. <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> uh, the Bad Force has come uh, into. Uh, some photos that uh, I don't think as as far as, you know, where they were photographed and that stuff um, have not been shared before. There's some things that I think are not going to be a surprise to anybody. But there's one one thing in particular that's going to, I think, get people talking as far as um, I think Robin is on one end of it. And I'm not saying that I'm on the opposite, but I'm thinking it could possibly be, mm. you know, somebody else. But um, there's some photos that uh, let's just say that we got some pictures of some props and some sets. Uh, from Dawn of Justice that um, some things, you know, we, we got some cool shit. We also got some stuff that is all wrapped up in bubble wrap, so it's already been put away. It looks like this stuff was from the filming, and they took it after they filmed it, and they, they're just fucking storing that shit. We have, we have pictures of that stuff, and uh, right now, this is probably one of the cooler ones. Robin just uh, put in kick. Um, 
you guys will be seeing this on the Instagram feed, and we'll probably be tweeting it out on the Twitter also. But um, the first picture is Wayne Manor ruins, and it looks like uh, a you know a fucked up piano. It's like a messed up piano. Um, you can see the uh, the pedals and part of the leg, and um, what looks to be part of the floor. So obviously, no surprise that Wayne Manor is probably in ruins. They haven't explained how or why. Probably Jason Todd did it, that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Doing everything. Um, I, I just threw another one up there. This is that uh, erase, the dry erase board. Which is probably uh, the coolest all the thing. the equations written out on it. Yeah, so, um, so the dry erase board, uh, it's got a big, uh, a big label on it that says Batcave. So... Um, so it could be that this dry erase board is from the Batcave. Um, and if you look below the sign that says Batcave, it is clearly pictures of kryptonite. Um, so there's also equations all over it. So it looks like, you know, someone's been throwing up equations and uh, trying out somewhere. Different... And uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, somewhere on the board there, it says needs much stronger metallic bond to survive ionization by Jason Todd. <laughs> there's, there's some tic-tac-toe battles going on. and uh, Some raging tic-tac-toe battles. Jason Todd's a good tic-tac-toe player. I told you guys. It's all about the strategy, man. The Joker actually beat him. But yeah, there's there's some equations. There's some phrases. Mm. Um, a lot of shit on there. Mm. Um, it also says abnormal spectrum something mm. visible. Um, just really cool looking shit. So Robin, Robin thinks that, uh, well, who do you think it is, Robin? Obviously because of the fucking sign. Yeah. The, the equations, I, I feel, I, I really feel like that could be Bruce has been working on, uh, weaponizing mm -hmm. the kryptonite, mm -hmm. but Very. there's, there's also that one clip in the trailer really makes me, uh, think that Lex has some too. There's the frame where you see Lex's hand is bandaged up. And I think it was probably All-Star Superman, maybe, where Lex gets cut open on the palm of his hand by a shard of kryptonite and gets uh, gets kryptonite poisoning. Hmm. And I think in the story that was how he lost his hair. All-Star Superman, that's by uh, Grant Morrison, right? That one? Yes. Cool. No, yeah. needed. I, so I can't remember for sure if that's the story that it was from, but I'm just going from memory. If if it's not, I also want to say that if it's not that one, I'm maybe Superman Secret Origins, which is actually by Jeff Johns also. Yeah. Or it's not, well, it's written by uh, Jeff Johns. And I don't know yet because the art, I can't remember. Frank Quietly did All-Star, right? Yes. Superman? Yeah. Yes. So um, it also... If it's not if it's not that one, it might be Origins, Secret Origins. But anyhow, um, yeah. So so because of the trailer, it kind of makes you it leads you to believe that Lex has Kryptonite. Um, he's smart enough to at least attempt to maybe mess with it. So that's another thing too. Is it is it being duplicated or is it being weaponized? The ones that he has. So it, it's interesting. So that, it's a talking point for sure. Like, does bats have some? There was also an interview where when they were first trying to come up with you know where Man of Steel would go. Um, Zack Snyder was talking in an interview that they wanted originally Man of Steel to end with a scene where Bruce Wayne gets a delivery at his home and it's kryptonite and they don't know who sent it to him or something like that.
But that was like early stages of where are we going to go with Man of Steel? Where are we going to go with the DC universe? And so that was something that was played with. But so, yeah, again, you don't know if it's Bruce Wayne that has it. You don't know if it's um, Lex Luthor that's messing with it. But someone is messing with Kryptonite and shit's going to go down as a result of it. The next picture that we got that we're going to throw up is a big orb. So the Daily Planet also has been featured. in. The, well, you assume it's the Daily Planet because um, <laughs> Clark's talking about uh, wanting to, you know, not necessarily overthrow Batman, but he's, you know, he's talking smack about Batman in editorial or he's writing pieces on him. So the Daily Planet, there's a big, like, orb-looking thing that's probably going to be, like, uh, um, you know, on top of the building that is... Yeah, the, the uh, traditional globe at the top of the Daily Planet building. Exactly. So, some cool stuff. Now, the next, the one I just put up in Kick, I don't think we'll put that one because, and you guys might not want to read this the writing on this picture too closely. There is a, a pretty blatant spoiler. Oh no! Yeah, don't look at that on this one. So oh. only read the fine print on this one if you want a spoiler. If if I want the spoiler, where would I look? Uh, at the uh, the text along the bottom. Parking lot of uh, of that uh, sheet. There's uh, a below be, there's... that. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, there's going to be a parking lot in the movie. Um, not sure exactly how that's going to tie in, but we'll see. Oh, hang on. No spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, if you look midway through the second last line. Oh, that's a huge, that's a huge spoiler. Yeah, yeah we should not post yeah. that. Guys, do not no, read that. Not a, not a huge one, but it's definitely a plot spoiler yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it is. It is a definite plot point uh, in the film is spelled right out in here. So we won't uh, post that one. Yeah. So um, we'll, we'll, we don't, we don't want to be the spoiler force. Um, we'll probably wait. It'd be cool to wait until the movie comes out to post that one. You know, just to kind of describe, I'll, I'll describe it uh, so that way we're not giving anything away that happens to be a, a plot spoiler. But basically the picture that we're talking about, it's a layout of the storage space that these pictures were from. And um, it's basically just uh, where everything's positioned in the space. And uh, it gives you a breakdown of, you know, probably for crew or whoever was going in to take things in before they go in. It's like, all right, where am I going to put this shit? All right, I got to put it over there. Um, it basically has – I'll go over the things that are already in the, in the trailer because it's not going to be a surprise. But uh, on the top left, they have an area labeled Kent Farmhouse. Um, so in the trailer, you see you know Clark slash Soups talking to his mom. Um, so obviously there's props from that scene. I don't want to give out the, specifically the what, what it is, but they have things that relate to Lois Lane and uh, Lex Luthor. You see them talking. Um, so that could possibly be items that are from that scene. I don't want to say exactly because, again, I don't want to spoil too much. There is also, I believe, probably something that is meant. Uh, I think it probably means the in the third trailer, there's that kind of uh, greenhouse looking. Hello. Oh, shit. I thought it was just. Uh oh. Well, the, the Warner Brothers up. just Warner Brothers just sent security to take Tom down. <laughs> the black the bed, disconnectler. <laughs> Time Warner just shut down Tom's uh, internet. Fuck you! <laughs> Dragging him out on the lawn, just underwear. Uh, <laughs> he is like clutching onto his microphone. In kick later on for any of you guys that haven't seen it, but it's a, a real close-up view of that dry erase board. So you see. Uh, a lot closer look at the equations and some of the notes that are written on there, like the one that I read earlier. Mm. Uh, you can see uh, all kinds of cool little things. And there are, as you can see in the picture I put up earlier, there are some obvious uh, illustrations of, of something on the board there. 
Dude, that that recent teaser when um Supes rips open the Batmobile and uh, says you know the bat is dead and all that shit and takes yeah. off. Uh, damn, like that kind of really tells you how the scene played out with that one. I think they gave a little too much with that. Um, I wish they would quit really putting not, out these trailers. We, to to be have, honest, to I'm keep in done. Mind. I, I'm not watching another trailer. I'm tired of this fuck. shit. I'm not, I, keep in mind that this is all stuff that probably happens in the first half hour of the movie. Yeah. Well, they need to save it. Still enough. Someone God, said, my fucking phone or my computer just shit out on me. Oh, we <laughs> thought Warner Brothers came and picked you up. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah, we thought their security second. got out. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing about that, that trailer, though, showing uh, Superman finally speaking at that Batmobile scene, it, uh, it did explain what was going on when we see Batman lighting up the bat signal. This explains why he was doing that. It's a big fuck you. Yeah, because we hear Superman tell him the next time they light that signal, don't show up. So then, well, there you go. And shows up and too. lights it up himself. <laughs> I wish they would just do away with these trailers and wait till we get watch a fucking movie. No, they, I, I, they can't. I'm the opposite. You know, from a business standpoint, they have to promote the shit out of a movie that costs them tons of money to make. I imagine they will have a Super Bowl ad for sure. It'll be. 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd show you the first 10 minutes. Yeah. They'll just, they'll show you, they'll show you Bizarro. It's gotta be like, oh, here we, I told you. Oh my God, Bizarro. I wouldn't make any sense to make it Doomsday. It's gotta be Bizarro. He'll, he'll shit his pants in the theater. I love how that, that. I think it's Mixoplex. Oh. I won't say their name. Put that up and they're like, oh yeah, I told you so. <laughs> Fucking Latino review, really? The uh, same <laughs> company. That fucking has been called out a million fucking times for making shit up. That's your source? <laughs> Tell him, Rich. Go ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> and Bizarro. <laughs> and Jason. Don't hold Tom. back, Rich. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Rich, Rich you're rehired. Allow, Busy human resources. I won't allow that kind of talk about Jason Todd. Spoiler alert! Spoilers. The end credits scene. <laughs> hey, real quick, let's uh, recent Dawn of Justice merch. We haven't really went over any of that. Um, let's thoughts on the uh the Mattel um armored Batman figure. I love it. Fucking pretty good for a twenty dollar Mattel figure. <laughs> like, yeah, these, you I know what? Pictures of it so far. I think it already looks good, but all these kids that added to Blackwash, it looks amazing. Yeah. Man. I'm about to do that. For a $20 Mattel figure, I didn't expect shit. But when, so, so when I saw it, I was like, damn, it's a good looking figure. Yeah. And I mean, it's very well articulated as yeah. well. Strong fig. Has the treads on the boots, the spikes. Pretty I mean, accurate. This thing is literally, except for maybe the, the top chest piece torso. A Dark Knight Returns armored suit. All I'm gonna do is put some, uh, you know, put some barbecue uh, sauce. Well, <laughs> some real thick barbecue sauce on the top. <laughs> I got me a DKR. Most guys are doing a black wash. Grabs is doing a barbecue wash. Yep, oh, it's gonna be stained shit. red. No smudge. People think it's blood coming out of his lips. Nope, that's barbecue. <laughs> it's jello. <laughs> That's my custom. <laughs> <laughs> what about LPC? You gonna do a little custom work on one of those? 
Maybe eventually. I'm actually packing up Robbins and Gramps right now to send out yes. tomorrow. Ooh, and your yes. Prince and Long Halloween signed by Jeff Loeb oh, and damn. Tim Sale. That shit should all go out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, shit. Are you still on uh, Christmas break? I actually am graduating tomorrow, man. Oh, oh, oh shit. Awesome. So that's uh, kind of moving shit around while you guys are talking. Nice. Yeah. Thank goodness, man. Yeah, fucking dude. School. Congrats, dude. That's a fucking huge ass. Graduate school is no fucking joke, man. Yeah, dude. It's been a long uh, three-year grind, but uh, I, I love it, dude. Gotta be honest. Past I'm glad you got your high school degree. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he did it in three years, man. That's awesome. I love the variation of uh, life stages that we got going on in the Bat Force. We got... We got Gramps, who's gonna die soon. <laughs> um, we got <laughs> we got Scott, who's in that like I just had two kids. No, um, like, shit give, in my pants. You know, shoot me now, God. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got we got some you know got a couple of us in between, and then we got uh, Chris, who just graduated from high school. Congratulations, man! Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Amazing. Enjoy prom. No. Oh, dude, Thai food is so good. Mm-hmm. It is. It's amazing. No, I literally, I ate some of that shit one time, and you know they have different levels of heat. Well, I must have the first helping. I must have had like low heat, and I had like this chicken and all this stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." Go back for seconds. Well, I must have got the hot shit. It <laughs> literally they kicked it up a notch. It literally. <laughs> formed whelps on the top of my mouth. I had to eat pudding for a week. <laughs> Bill <Wow>. Cosby. <laughs> 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 Grandpa Batman. 